0: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all about. don't know y'all better ask hey, somebody. Hat on, hat on, hat on, suit on, on, on. on, on. looking like the black dog. Giving them all. Dress like the a million fire. bucks, bucks, th- things in its cups. Y'all mm-hmm. <laughs> tell me, who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. I said, listening to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. Just <laughs> 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 join oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Turn them out. To go.
1: Ooh. Oh, yeah. Come
2: on, Come on, Steve. Come on. Do your thing, big daddy. Uh-huh. I sure will. A good morning, everybody. You're listening to the voice. Come on. Dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Well, nothing changes about that. Nothing changes about that. Man, I was just uh, getting ready to come on the air this morning. And I was just thinking, man, I was just having a reflective moment of just how really good God has been to me. I, I just, it's, 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 man, let me just say that again. How really good God has been to me. And here's the cold part. In spite of myself, you understand? In spite of all my shortcomings, in, in spite of all of my flaws, and, 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 and in spite of all of what anybody has said about me, <laughs> God, through His grace and mercy, just keeps me anyway. So many of us are exceptional people, but we refuse to just go ahead and be exceptional. We, we settle for the ordinary. We follow the pack. We try to fit in. Man, oh man, oh man. You know, I've heard my wife say this to, to my children all the time when she was scolding them talking to them. She'd be talking to them about leadership. You know, why are you following everybody when God clearly made you to lead? So many of us are born, and so many of you are born to be exceptional people, but we always trying to follow the pack. Why would you try to fit in? Why would you try to be uh, like everybody else, be ordinary? Why would you follow the pack when God has created you to be exceptional? The, The key word in exceptional is accept. You ever, you ever done this right here? You, you know, everybody did that except me. Everybody felt that way except me. Everybody said that except me. Everybody want, wanted that except me. Everybody went over there except me. Everybody jumped in except me. Except me. See, why have you said that in your life if you were not to be exceptional? See, you got to say everybody except me. At one point in your time, I don't know who ain't done it. You know, everybody wanted, everybody voted no except me. See, so you, you you're not you're not created to follow the pack. You ain't created to fit in. You ain't created to uh, you know, to be ordinary. You were created to be exceptional, as exceptional as your fingerprint on your finger is you were created to be exceptional why not make this the year that you go ahead on and be exceptional why won't this be the year that you decide in your mind but just has to be a decision that we make now we're not following the pack no more we're not trying to fit in no more we ain't settling for ordinary no more we're gonna be exceptional but you know, you got, you got to go ahead and follow that. You got to get on the exceptional path because that's what you were created for. Why be ordinary? You know, but all of this, this comes, it has to start with a thought. You got to first think something. Thoughts become things. A man is as he thinketh. That's all you will ever be. So what are your thoughts today? Why not have exceptional thoughts instead of ordinary thoughts? Why not have exceptional thoughts instead of fitting in thoughts? So why you want to be like everybody else? Why you want to be ordinary when you could possibly be extraordinary with a change of your mind, a change of your venue? And you don't have to be any other kind of way just because my mama was this way or my daddy was this way or this the school I went to. This is what race I belong to. This is my sexual preference. This my this, this is my that. Well, well how, many, how many, how many excuses you need? How many excuses, what, 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 what you, what's it gonna be this year? That we let another 365 days slip by without improving our condition, our place, our spot, our life, the quality of life we have. We cannot afford to keep letting all these years go by without changing. You're an exceptional person. How many times have you set up and said, everybody did that except me? You know, I was the only, everybody jumped in except me. I told them, I knew it. Everybody voted for that except me. And now look at us. Man, it seemed like everybody went that way except me. Okay? Do you get it? Do, do, do you understand what's being said to you? That old except me is because couldn't it be because you're an exceptional person? And it's time for you to take control of that. It's time for you to start thinking different. It's time for you to start acting on what you think. It's time for you to start doing something about it. It's time for you to stop taking each and every day that God gives us for granted and letting them go by the wayside like you got plenty more. Well, you may have plenty more, but guess what? What you wasting the ones you got for? I got you young and you and you feel like you're gonna live forever. Yeah, okay, cool. But let me ask you something. See, here, 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 here go the part about. It. Suppose you do live. See, see, everybody worried about dying, but I got news for you. Suppose you keep on living. You wanna keep living in the condition you in now? You wanna keep living with the money you got now? You wanna keep living with the relationship you got now? You want to keep living by yourself like you are now? You want to keep wanting the right relationship, the right man, the right woman, but you keep getting the wrong one? You want to keep doing that for the rest of your life? Problem ain't dying. This problem is if you keep on living. Who wants to keep on living just the way they are right now? And if you can say, I'm cool with what I am just the way I am right now, then cool. This conversation ain't for you. I ain't got no problem with that. You know you know what I'm saying? Greatness ain't for everybody. Being exceptional ain't for everybody. Becoming extraordinary ain't for everybody. Heck, becoming successful ain't for everybody. I got it. And you can come up with a way to justify your non-existence and your ordinary life all you want, and that's fine and dandy. I ain't got no problem with it because some people just going to be regular. Some people just going to follow the pack, follow the crowd. Some people just wants to fit in. But if you're not that person, if you want to be extraordinary, If you want to be exceptional, if you want to be, if you want to dare to be great at something, then you got to change your mindset. You got to get with your creator and find out what he created you for. You got to quit thinking of things just in your own thought process. You know, lean not to your own understanding. I don't know where that is, but it's in there somewhere. See, and once you lean, if if, if you lean to your own understanding, you know what it's going to do? It's going to limit you, man. It's going to limit you. Why not see what God got for you? I would rather know what God got for me than to think of all the things I could because I can't outthink him. I done tried it before. All right? It's just the beginning. We're going to have a good one, man. Let's go.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, uh, it's about to go down, and what I'm speaking about is this here, Steve Harvey Morning Show. What's up, everybody? Good morning, Shirley.
4: Hey, good morning, Steve. Carla Pharrell.
0: Hey, 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 morning crew, Steve,
2: what's up? What's up, Junior?
0: <laughs> morning, Uncle.
5: And the legend, Nephew Tommy. Yay, yay, top of the morning, Uncle Steve. Shirley, call it Junior, boy. What are you yeah, doing? Yeah, yeah,
4: okay. I'm good, man, I'm good. I'm really good. i yeah. sound good today. That's good. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. I'm good,
2: I'm good. Getting better and better. Mm-hmm. Still a little sore, still a little swollen, but I'm getting better and better.
5: Well, when you I gonna mean, be you- and play some golf, man?
2: i i don't know about that uh, okay. at least a couple of weeks
4: well steve is that what you're supposed to do you could re- resume your normal activity you didn't have any downtime or anything with that uh hernia operation no i just went on had...
2: uh i went to lunch right after that which it was a mistake because after that hospital medicine wall uh i found out how painful a uh, hernia surgery is mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, say, I said <laughs> I went out there and got that prescription they gave me with with uh the oxymoron in it. And went on, took my. <laughs> eye you say in. that one more.
0: You know, whatever that it is, oxymoron. whatever it is, I took it. Mm-hmm, I took it. Mm-hmm. And
2: uh, then that locked me up real good. And I went okay. <laughs> okay. So I tried not to take it, but the pain was too bad. So I had to take it again. That locked me up again. I said okay, it's Wednesday. You need to get unlocked. I need something to happen. I can't be in the pain uh, both ways.
1: Mm. Yeah, Yeah. and
2: so uh, finally got that situation straight. Not just stop, stop taking the pain medicine, dealing (laughs) with it. And so I did the weekend. uh, I did did the boys camp all week.
4: Yeah, yeah. And uh, that
2: was a huge success. We don't want to talk about it. Go to go to the website.
4: Um, (laughs) Steve Harvey (laughs) FM. Yeah. And oh, by the way,
2: let me make the announcement to the kids. Yes,
4: when when you can play golf. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, that ain't going to happen. So, I, you know, I just let one. So y'all want me to stop? Y'all have other content? <laughs> ah,
4: you're <laughs> funny today. You're in a great yeah. mood today. Keep and that Let's up. get it then. That's mm-hmm. all I
5: need to hear.
2: So uh, that was it. And so I just went on and uh, all.
4: <laughs> I
5: love
2: the way uh, you Oh, I, ne- I got to let two things know. First of all, to all the kids at the camp, nothing has happened to Coach Blue. Coach Blue is wonderfully fine and healthy. We just talked. Somebody been pranking the kids. And what? Because you know, coat blew one of their favorite dudes, man.
6: One of
2: mine, too, is it? Yeah, what he is perfectly going
5: fine. on, Steve? That boy can hit a golf
2: ball. We had one bad incident, though. One of the boys that left the camp, need y'all to put him in your prayers. One of the boys left the camp on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And Sunday night got back home and was shot in the back.
1: Oh, what? Oh, Jesus. my God, Oh, Steve. man.
4: Yeah.
2: It's wow. just... It's yeah, and when he got when he got shot, he didn't want to call his mother or nobody. He wanted to call his mentor. Oh, he had met at the camp. He had his number and everything. That's who y'all call, come get me.
4: Wow. Yeah, he will yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. be in our Pray prayers, for him. Steve. Wow. Oh wow, Steve. Yeah. All right, uh we're gonna switch gears here and uh coming up at thirty two after the hour, uh another um uh, another edition of Ask Steve coming up oh, right after this. Yeah,
3: let's go. All right, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: All right, Steve, time for your favorite segment in the whole wide world. Right now, time for Ask Steve. Uh, I Bring have it. to, I have to ask you this. Please keep your answers short so we can get more questions in. Thank you. Mm. Um, yeah, those are the rules. Um, all right, I do here we like go. A <laughs> Ah, there you go. Here we go. (laughs) Be quiet, Junior. Don't encourage him. (laughs) All right, here we go. Steve, what is your biggest, biggest regret in life?
2: That I didn't understand Mm -hmm. vision boards and dreams and positive mental thinking earlier. You know, I started thinking it after I signed up for Amway. I wish I had known this a long way, but then... I can't say it's really a regret because I needed to go through that process to really make me focus on it when I did get a vision board. Uh-huh. So, mm-hmm. that's been one of my one of my biggest regrets.
4: Okay. All right. Good answer. Nice All right. short and sweet. Come on, Tommy.
5: I got one. What uh what's the most truthful yet offensive statement you can make?
2: <laughs> the most what now?
5: The most truthful but also offensive statement you can
0: make. Yeah. <laughs> I've made so, so
2: many. <laughs> I don't know which one.
0: Take to
5: your time
3: on this one. Oh. surely see you can eat some of me oh,
5: I, 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 you know what I thought he was <laughs> Do you like uh
3: what? Can you uh,
2: it? My boy had a baby, Onion had a baby and uh pulled the blanket off the baby face and boys Boy, what you think? And uh, I said the only thing I could say, because Onion was as about as ugly a human being as you could have, and he had married a girl that wasn't far off from him. Oh
1: so this baby God. was under this blanket.
2: This baby was under this blanket. Just oh my God! I didn't know. So soon as he opened it up. I made the most truthful, brutally honest statement I could.
4: Yet offensive. <laughs> yeah. What I said, st-
2: boy, boy, that boy look just like you.
4: Oh. <laughs> and why they call him Onion?
2: Well, because he stank real bad.
4: Okay. His
2: underarms stank real bad.
4: Okay. so <laughs> hmm. Okay. But that just proves there's someone for everyone.
2: Well. Since he had the, a that don't prove that also proves that everybody don't need hair chill.
4: <laughs> Come on, next question. Yeah. Uh, all right, uh
6: What are you supposed to say to someone in the morning after a one night stand?
4: Oh, good one. Uh, I like that one. What?
6: What are you supposed to say in the morning? <laughs> after a one night stand.
2: Hey. Can't wait to see you again. <laughs>
4: <laughs> But did Knowing
2: your... good and hell well
4: <laughs> Never gonna say that
2: This was not only a one night stand It was a
5: bad idea
4: Oh <laughs> gosh
5: Most of them are
4: oh, But man. what did you say nephew I heard you Bye Bye, <laughs> bye. Alright next question bye. come on Carla Alright Steve
0: If you were a boxer or A fighter What song would you come out to
4: you know how he is. About I probably music. come out to music. LL Cool
2: J. Mama, Mama, said, Mama say
0: knock you out. <laughs> okay. Mama say knock you
4: out. <laughs> I'll
2: probably All come right. on out there to that.
4: Okay.
3: All right. All right. I like it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. All right. Here we go. Next question, Steve. This we're doing. Ask Steve, of course. What should everyone have that costs less than one hundred dollars? What should everyone have that costs less than a hundred dollars?
2: A toothbrush,
4: <laughs> and, yes. and use it. Yeah, high five That's on good. that one. A toothbrush. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's to say, some people don't I like that. Mm. I like that answer. Yeah. And if Dang. you have one, yeah, use it. All right, Junior.
6: Okay. Unc, what's the worst party you ever attended? The worst party yeah. I've ever attended.
2: Oh man, this party that this girl threw that I met downtown one day. I was walking. You know, I used to have a beard. And Long time ago, way folk comedy. And I met her, and she had a fetish for beards, and I didn't know it. She invited me to this party. I went over there. She asked me, Could I come early? I said, All right, now, yeah. She lived on 80 something Wade Park, deep in the hood. She was throwing a house party. This effort had asked me, Would I help her greet people at the door? I said, Okay, cool. You know, kind of like, you know, we dating. All right, that's my fine chocolate thing. All right, now. Every dude. That came to that party had a damn beard.
5: Uh, Uh, It was the beard party.
2: Every (laughs) single man that came had a beard. Mm -hmm. I'm just hanging up coats. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) Just a little (laughs) ass
2: (laughs) slave. Yeah, dog, I'm just damn coat check. I'm sending them in here. So, uh, Careless Whisper was the jam back there. You remember Wham? Oh, yeah. Uh,
0: uh-huh.
2: yeah, that was my jam. Wham. Careless whisper. We only danced that one time. That was the worst part I ever been to. I was so tired of hanging up coats. And after it was over with the dudes with the hey, hey, my man, my man, can you get my coat for me? <laughs> man, if you go kiss, boy.
4: <laughs> you know,
2: she played me with to hang the coats up, but to go get it, uh-huh. I can promise you that ain't going to happen.
4: All right. Come on, Tommy.
5: (laughs) All right, let's see here. Yeah. What's the smallest thing can tell you a lot about a person? Oh. smallest thing can tell you a lot about a person. (laughs) Well, I was gonna say you, but
1: I
0: (laughs) (laughs) He always gets he always gets Why does he always get those kinds
5: like, I get set up with these questions. No, you I, I figure it out. No, you know. are the you smallest ask. thing
2: that made you the first person made me realize
5: I was big?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
5: Answer the question What's the smallest thing to can tell you a lot about a person? All right, Marie
0: see. we got
4: to go.
2: His brain
4: (laughs) Alright Coming up next Thank you for that uh, Edition of Ask Steve Coming up next Run that prank back With little nephew Tommy Right after this
3: You're listening To the Steve Harvey Morning Show
4: Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, some sad news. Uh, Fashion designer icon Gloria Vanderbilt has passed away. Our thoughts are with CNN's Anderson Cooper and his family. That, of course, was his mom. Yeah, yeah, very sad. Um, In other entertainment news, Blue Ivy is on her way to being a star. But right now, the nephew is here with Run That Prank back. What you got, Neff? Looking for a
5: kidney, Shirley. That's all. Can I have your kidney? <laughs> Let's go, baby. Come on, cat.
7: Hello. Uh, hello. I'm trying to reach uh, Brother Conley Wilson. This is Conley. Uh, how you doing, bro? This is Deacon Patterson calling from the church. How you doing today? Uh, Deacon Patterson. Yeah. Just doing fine. And yourself, sir. I'm doing good. Doing good. You know the church is behind you on what you're going through, and we we praying for you, man. We know all about the you know you going uh in the surgery on Friday to get your get your pancreas removed so i wanted to give you a call man have a word of prayer and let you know that we all are, are pulling for you and we know that that the man upstairs is going to pull you through this successfully well god bless and keep you uh that deacon god bless and keep you because i tell you i'm going through something here me and my wife mm-hmm. we've been talking about it and uh we've been praying on it and it sure is a wonderful thing to to know that your church is with you and Y'all thinking about me in prayer, I really had to take this, this to the Lord. I, this is a serious thing with me, and uh, I ain't never had an operation before in my life, and right, I right. know I need it. My wife made it clear, the doctor made it clear, and I believe I'm ready to go forward, Deacon. And we're going to give the victory to who the victory, yeah, the victory is. victory to the Lord, to. yes, sir. He's, he's uh-huh. the victory. He's yes, the victory. Yeah. Let, me, let, me, let me have a word of prayer with you, Brother Colin, if you don't mind. Uh, just bow your head from me. Father God, we ask right now. We ask yes, right sir. now that you touch Brother Conley, as he goes in on Friday, please put your hands on him. We ask, Father, that you hold on to the doctor that's getting ready to go and and put surgery on him. Yes, We ask that you make sure that the doctor has got a a strong eye Hmm. on that morning. Walk with him. We ask that, that, that he got a steady hand when he got the scalpel in his hand. We ask that you hold on to him, please. As yes. it goes into a surgery, because we know come Saturday morning, <laughs> the <laughs> victory going to belong to Brother Conley and the Lord. Thank you, Lord. We yes. know all of this, but we, we, we ask that you take that pancreas and you remove it out successfully, Please. close him back up like it was never been entered in before. Walk with me, Jesus. That's what we ask, and we ask your Lord, at the same time yes. that they're removing this pancreas, Lord. We ask that you reach around his backside, and we ask that you... Touch his kidney, Lord. Touch his kidney and make it whole, make it a hundred and ten percent. We want you to make that that kidney like it's been the best kidney. Excuse ever me, not. Deacon. Deacon, that's Deacon. Deacon, Woo, Pat Deacon Patterson. Deacon Patterson. Yes, yes. Oh yes, sir. Ain't, they, no, sir. There's nothing wrong with my kidney, Deacon. I'm but, doing, I'm doing fine. The Lord is, Lord has done made it. Well, he gonna work on my pancreas. That's what the doctor is operating on. They done Uh-oh. prepped me for it, and that's what they plan to remove. So uh, really they, my kidney is fine. They did what they called one of them MRIs, mm-hmm. and everything else is fine. They ain't working on nothing but my pancreas, sir. Right, right, right. Well, oh, let, 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 me, let me say, I'm glad you brought that up, Cause this is one reason why I called you. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, of course, I did call to pray for you. Yes, sir. You know, because yes, I want to make sure that, 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 that you make it through this successfully. But one another the reasons why I'm getting around to this here is uh, – what I want to ask you, and I know we, we, you know, we've never met face to face. I've seen you a couple of times, like I said, at the church, but you've been out most time uh, with your sickness and, and whatnot. But mm-hmm. now, what what I was gonna ask you was, yeah, is, is, and, and I know this is. I hate to come at you in the final hour when you're getting ready to go have surgery and all that. But if, if you don't mind, if if you could see it in your heart to to, to see to do something for somebody else, yes, sir. Uh, that's that's the Lord's will. You always supposed to help those who can't, right right. Do the, and I'm glad you you think like that. Mm-hmm. Now, w- when they go in on Friday morning and and remove that pancreas out, do you think th- that they could go in and and get one of your kidneys? Cause I need one. Hold hold on, just a minute, Deacon. I'm, what'd yeah, you say? Uh, what what'd you say? See 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 what else? See, I've been going through myself with a, a little ailment, and 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 I'm wondering if. If, if I need a kidney, and I'm wondering if you can give me one of yours when they go in to get your pancreas. They're going to already have you open. Did you say you wanted them to take one of my kidneys? Yeah, and give it to me because I need one. You need a kidney? Yeah. But what? Was, I mean, you're already going to be laying there open. Wait a minute, mister. You need a kidney? I need help with my pancreas. you going to call me with some like that, man? This ain't no work of the Lord. Now, but you t- say you're you a deacon? Yeah, yeah uh, 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 like I said, Deacon Patterson, my name. But see, what I'm asking you is, uh, what,
8: no, what you harm is What are you asking
7: me, shit, man? Br- Brother Conley, what harm is it if you already open and laying on the table? Oh, you ain't heard a damn thing I said, have you? I said I'll be, d- man, you're crazy as hell. Now, what I'm going to have to do, I'm going to need to call the pastor. Because see, it's some going on here. You say you knew, you a damn knew, mister. Matter of fact, you too damn new to know who you're talking to. What, 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 what I'm saying is, you have two, two like you said, you say they did the MRI. You're, I you're don't give a what I said they did, man. I got two kidneys, you got two. One of yours bad, that's your problem, mister. Let me tell you something. I'm trying to get well, and you calling with this you say you a new deacon. You damn sure is, and you won't be at that church long. I tell you that, because if I ever get close to your Mister. We got some reckoning to do. What is it gonna hurt for you to give me one of them kidneys if both them if both them kidneys is good? It ain't gonna hurt them cuz you ain't getting my kidney, man. It ain't gonna hurt f-ing. What What is wrong with you? Say, man, all I'm saying is if you're gonna be open and laying on the table, what is it gonna hurt? for I you say, to no, give me one? Oh, thing? now you're gonna tell me I'm open and laying on the damn table. What kind of a f***ing prayer are you in charge of, mister? Let me tell you something. Obviously, I need to meet you before I get to the hospital. And maybe I can help take out that damn bad kidney of yours, I can tell you that. We can it out. You won't feel a damn
1: thing. How about that?
7: I'll be damned if you're going to call and talk me out of one of my damn kidneys, man. I'm trying to live just like you trying to. Let the Lord take care of me, because what you talking about ain't got a damn thing to do with Jesus. You can kiss my and get off my phone. That's what you can do. Can I say one more thing to you? What? Is you listening to me? Man, I don't listen to you, and you ain't talking about nothing. That's got nothing to do with what's going on with me, mister. You running the game? If I could get to you, I'd put land in your mouth. <laughs> but can I just say one more thing, and then I'm going to let you go. Is you listening? For what? This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your daughter. Oh, Lord have Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Are <laughs> hey, you all right? Brother Connelly. man, you done made me use language that I swear I don't know but I heard my neighbors them using that. I done stopped a long time ago talking that way. Please forgive me. Lord have mercy. Whoo. Y'all, I'm going to have to. Lord have mercy. My heart is palpating here. Lord have mercy, Jesus. This, this ain't me. This ain't me. i tell you what. I, I, I enjoy Steve Harvey and nephew told me I do. Brother Conley, I got to ask you one more thing, man. What is the baddest, I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land? It's got to be. It's got to be (laughs) y'all. It's got to be y'all. Hell, I don't even remember the name of it now. The Steve Harvey Morning. The Steve Harvey Morning Show. Lord help us. I ain't going to forget it now.
4: (laughs) (laughs) All right. You got to do it. (laughs) Thank you. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment news right after this.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: Oh boy, sad news. Uh, The original socialite Gloria Vanderbilt has died. She was 95 years old. Her son, uh, CNN's Anderson Cooper, confirmed the news yesterday morning. Uh, Anderson released a statement saying Gloria Vanderbilt was an extraordinary woman who loved life and lived it on her own terms. She was a painter, a writer, and designer but also a remarkable mother, wife, and friend. She was 95 years old, but ask anyone close to her, and they tell you she was the youngest person they knew, the coolest Hmm. and most modern. Uh, Miss Vanderbilt became well-known in the 70s for marketing lines of cosmetics and fashion. Uh, She was a fashion designer of those Gloria Vanderbilt blue jeans. She was one of the first people who started designer jeans. Yeah. Uh, She had been married four times, divorced three times, and widowed once. Uh, Miss Vanderbilt leaves behind, I should say, four adult sons, including Anderson Cooper, and our condolences going out to Anderson Cooper and his family. Yep. Wow. Yeah. I I
0: watched the, uh, they did a piece last night too, Steve, Um, later on, you know, during Anderson's show. Obviously, he wasn't there, and uh, they did a piece, and I cried. It was just so sad. I mean, Mm -hmm. him interviewing, he did a piece about his mother his mother's life and her legacy. And I was just, I started thinking about my mom. I was like, God
4: dog. Oh yeah. I don't need to see that.
0: Man. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just a lot going on. That was yeah. But thing. definitely,
4: Oof. definitely mm. condolences going out to Anderson Cooper mm-hmm. again and his family. Uh, in other entertainment news, uh, blue Ivy Carter is on her way to becoming a star. At least that's the way it seems based on her performance at a big dance recital. Beyonce and uh, Jay-Z's seven-year-old daughter, while she's seven now, Uh, she took center stage at the Debbie Allen Dance Academy in L.A. And uh, she did her thing. She slayed it. She had on uh, black tennis shoes and uh, sparkly jean shorts. She danced to her mom's song. You know, the Frankie Beverly remake that's so hot right now, uh, Before I Let Go. I love that. I do too. That's my jam. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah.
5: I
2: I heard it in the car. I was uh, Lexus. Gave me this car, they sponsored my golf tournament, uh-huh. so they gave me and my wife cars. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was just test driving it around the parking lot, mm-hmm. and it came on the radio. And boy, I let them have it. I'm gonna release that video so y'all can see it,
4: okay? <laughs> that was <laughs> yeah, hot, gym. I love
2: mm-hmm.
0: that jam. Yeah, uh huh, that's fire. I love it a lot too. Yeah. Well, blue ivy, she get it from my mama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: I wonder uh what the two what the twins are gonna do. I mean, they're too young <laughs> right now, but you know, kids grow up fast. They do Oh, they're coming. Who who mm-hmm. would know that blue ivy is already seven, you know? Uh, right. Yeah, time goes, time by goes fast. fast. It really does. Mm-hmm.
5: Right. Yeah. Mm hmm. I don't mind growing.
4: Ooh, yeah. Oh yeah. Quick.
5: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Man, my youngest kid will be 22
5: next month. Wow.
4: Oh, man. Wow.
2: My youngest child would be 22 next month.
4: Yeah.
2: Sheridan's 22. It's so cool hanging out with him now, man. i mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I've be chopping it up with my
4: kids, man. <laughs> that's a good thing, right? Yeah. I'm scared, dog. Mhm.
5: My little girl talking about boys.
4: Oh, that's scandal. Yeah. <laughs> it's about that time. How old is Went to she? a teen
5: summit. She's 14. Went to a teen summit oh, yeah. this past mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. Talking oh, my God, Daddy, the boys were so cute. Hey, hey, hey.
4: <laughs> oh, no, Daddy you can't
5: take
1: yet. that. Daddy ain't there yet. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you
2: talking about Sydney?
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: Wow, man.
4: Yeah. All right, Steve, we got to move on and get to today's headlines.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp.
8: Thanks, Steve. Thanks, everybody. This is Andrew with the news, and good morning. The Trump administration sending an additional 1,000 troops to the Middle East in response to what the White House claims is the hostile behavior of Iranian forces. This decision coming as Secretary of State Mike Pompeo reaches out to Asian and European leaders to try and convince them that Iran was behind a recent alleged attack on two oil tankers. Iran denies that, by the way. President Trump took to the Twitterverse last night, threatening to deport illegal immigrants, saying that, quote, next week, ICE will be in the process are removing the millions of illegal aliens who have illicitly found their way into the United States. They will be removed as fast as they come in. Of course, Trump is officially kicking off his re-election campaign tonight with a rally in Orlando, Florida. Yesterday, he claimed that the U.S. stock market would crash if he were not re-elected. Democrats have actually been handed a victory by the right-wing-leaning U.S. Supreme Court on a voters' rights issue. A legislative district drawn in uh, Virginia already judged by the high court to have been racially gerrymandered in order to, had, and they were ordered to be redrawn. Those newly drawn lines are going to have to stay that way. The old electoral districts were found to have been drawn to benefit whites and specifically Republicans. The GOP-dominated Virginia House sought to have them restored, however, because the case was only brought by one of the state houses and not both, the high court refused to consider. consider. Consider it because, as Judge Ruth Bader Ginsburg writes, one House of the state's bicameral legislature cannot alone continue litigation against the will of its partners in the legislative process. Basically, it's going to stay where it is. The U.S. State Department official has confirmed the death of yet another American tourist in the Dominican Republic. This time, a 55-year-old man named Joseph Allen of Avenel, New Jersey, was found dead in his hotel room. His family says Allen was healthy for the most part. He said he was feeling a little funny. He went to his room and he was later found dead. He was a frequent tourist to the DR. Allen is the sixth black American to die in the Dominican Republic under questionable circumstances. There are a total of four whites who have died, as well as another white woman who was found badly pummeled on resort grounds. So far, there have been no arrests. Rapper T.I. reportedly lending his voice to a project involving the late Reverend Martin Luther King Jr.'s church in Atlanta, the historic Ebenezer Baptist Church began a three-day conference yesterday to address mass incarceration. They're talking about doing a lot of things. T.I. is helping to actually bail out dozens of poor suspects in the Atlanta area. In other words, he's really putting his money where his mouth is. And finally, today is National Understanding Day. In other words... The
0: reason that I did that and I recorded this is, is to protect
8: her... And- Anyway, it means can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you really, really dig it? Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In trending
4: entertainment news, we talked about this yesterday, Steve. Uh, You brought this up, actually. O.J. Simpson has joined Twitter. Of all days uh, he chose to join Twitter, it was... uh, you know the twenty-fifth anniversary of the double murder, which he was acquitted, and the world uh, believes, of course, he's. So many in the world believe that he's a hundred percent guilty. Uh, and it was also, <laughs> yes, we yeah, do. yeah, yes, yeah. we do. It, it was also the anniversary of the low-speed chase. Remember that and the white Bronco, him, him, and AC. Somebody said he found a Heisman trophy in the bush. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> you know I, who said that.
6: Hell yeah. <laughs> I was fifteen, 10 on my mama living room. <laughs> and who said that, Junior?
0: <laughs> See, they'll hug, yeah, man. Well,
5: do you think he might do you think he might try to say something about your your performance or anything like that? Because he, he claimed not. he finna he finna lash back out at a lot of people.
4: Well that's what he said. He has some getting back to do. Well the first tweet he did, um, he said that um, he said he had a little getting even to do. That was his exact quote. His new Twitter account will allow him to set the record straight on a lot of stuff. He denied uh, the ongoing rumors. This was like his first tweet about him being Khloe Kardashian's father. Okay, because yeah. that was a rumor for a long time. Uh, he said the simple. Fact of the matter is, she's not mine, meaning Khloe Kardashian. Uh, OJ swore that he never slept with Kris Jenner, saying, I want to stress never in any way, shape, or form have I ever had any interest in Kim, in Chris uh, romantically or sexually, and I never got any indication that she ever had any interest in me. Uh, all right, like so he set the record straight. Mm-hmm. Uh, so all of those stories, he said, are just bogus, bad, and tasteless. They say he's got over, what, 600,000 followers already? He's cutting up over there. (laughs) A lot of people are following him. They just found him make comments. How many? Yeah, over 600,000, I heard. That was the last I heard. It might be more than that now. I lived in L.A. then. You know, man, just go
2: and sit down somewhere. He going to mess around.
4: But he can't, Steve. He going to mess around
2: (laughs) and get his ass in some more trouble.
4: He
5: can't. Probation.
4: he can't sit down. We tried to tell him that after he got away with murder. Then the on
5: probation. Okay. And mess around ain't really the phrase. Don't say what it ought to say. It ain't mess around.
4: Well, you say it. <laughs> you say
6: you it. You know what it is. Carla, mm-hmm. Carla ain't
5: going to let me, so let me
4: just be. No, <laughs> no she I'm ain't. not. Yeah. <laughs> you, no, we all not. know <laughs> No, I'm not. Yeah, so I wonder why that was the first thing he chose to tweet about, though, the fact that he's not Khloe Kardashian's dad.
2: He ain't tweeted that he ain't killed nobody. Did he? <laughs> no.
4: <laughs> but, he, but he did say you I got a little... want
2: to clear that up first.
4: <laughs> yeah, you would think, right? He did say I have a little getting even to do. All right, coming up next at 34 after the hour in trending viral video news, the Phoenix mayor and police chief apologize after uh, cops draw guns when a four-year-old girl leaves a store, a dollar store, with a Barbie doll. We'll talk about that right after this.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: The mayor and police chief in Phoenix, Arizona, are apologizing after a video went viral showing an officer shouting profanities. I mean, ooh. Uh, f-bombs all over the place and pulling a gun on a father and a pregnant mother after a four-year-old girl walked out of a dollar store with a barbie doll the parents have filed a 10 million dollar lawsuit claiming um uh, against the city this is a claim against the city in which they allege their civil rights were violated a statement from phoenix police referred to extremely offensive and unprofessional language and actions by officers and um the city has apologized. Uh, the family has described the apology as a sham and lacking all substance. The officers involved have been removed from patrol duty and placed on desk assignment while the investigation unfolds. Now, is this the case where uh, Jay-Z has offered them uh, legal? Yes,
8: Rock,
4: yeah. Nation, Le- has yeah, Rock Nation Yeah, Rock
1: Nation,
5: yeah. How do these officers feel threatened? At what point were they threatened? That
4: it had to be I they saw had the video,
2: been- man. First of all, hmm. we're talking about a little girl and a woman.
4: A four-year-old girl.
2: That nobody had a weapon. There was not any reports of somebody with a weapon. And what they were saying to this woman, get out the blanket car. Yeah. Get out the blanket car. You're going to get your blanket. I'll blow you in your brains. Yeah. Yeah. I'll shoot you in your blanket hand. Get out the blanket. Man. And they were trying to respond to them, but he was just being as... I don't I don't know what you call it. He was just but he was being as provocative, oh, provoking yeah. as he could be. Yeah. Just and, give me a reason.
4: Yeah, exactly. And he Steve. wanted her yes. to put her yes. baby down. Right. He kept saying yes. hands up and she was, I'm holding my baby. And the and the and the man was saying, I am cooperating, sir. I am. Yeah.
5: <laughs> oh, they, they had him handcuffed and kicking him all yeah. in the legs.
4: I, yeah. It was horrible. Oh dog man. Horrible. dog, horrible. dog
2: man. It did, if it wasn't for social media, mm-hmm. people know. still wouldn't believe what's going on. But now, here's here's, here's, here's what this Because you have some people in, uh, what was this, Phoenix again? Yes, Phoenix. Uh-huh.
4: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Who
2: Phoenix are trying to do something right about it. There's an apology from the mayor,
4: mm-hmm.
2: an apology from the police chief, mm-hmm. uh, a suspension, put them on death job. Now, that's the least shit happened to these people. But can i tell you what that's the exact same thing happening if you just kill a black
6: person hello yes that's that's what that's that's what's alarming yeah
2: it's the same treatment for killing a black person now i applaud the phoenix police department for doing something in the Mm -hmm, right direction Mm -hmm. for something that ended up not being a, a fatality and thank god they didn't Thank shoot God. this woman or this baby.
4: Or the baby, yes. Now,
2: anybody for a doll going out of a dollar stove, I mean, man, it really?
0: It didn't cause for all that. No. Nah. It's all a that? dollar stove. It's come a on. doll. My they goodness.
2: didn't come out the bank with a sack of money. That was a yeah. doll involved. But there was no they did it at gunpoint. They had a knife. They made me give them the doll. It was none of that. And the reaction to the police was way too much. So now, let us take a note of this. If this is the reaction to this, come on. Wow. Can't you easily see now how, when they have what they think is just cause, how they so easily murder us down?
4: Yes. Because they don't care. Easily. Mother, child, pregnant mother, they don't care.
2: And no, then what happen happens is, the repercussions are never there as they should be. Mm-hmm. Now, the black dude that killed the white lady
4: uh-huh.
2: recently uh, yeah. who dialed nine one one. Yes. Yeah. Now he got what you supposed to get.
4: What did he get? Like eleven years, right? Or yeah. yeah, but he
2: got time mm-hmm. for shooting this woman. That's what's supposed to happen, but it does not happen if the police officer is white. And the uh, victim Victim. is black. But let the police officer be black and the victim be white, his ass is going to jail.
4: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Somebody's going to pay for that. You got that right. And
2: now he's supposed to go to jail for that. But then let's flip the script and everybody else should go, too.
4: Mm -hmm. Ah. Yeah.
2: I think I'm right about this.
4: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Nephew Tommy is up next with a prank phone call right
3: after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject, a father should never have to see that. Right now, the nephew is in the building with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff?
5: Well, they're still doing it. Huh? Hot chicks at the church.
3: Oh.
5: Hot chicks. At the church. Still, still going doing on. <laughs> still doing it. Still going on. You can do direct deposit, but they doing hot I'm check.
4: Like the Lord the of Rubber check.
5: Check.
0: Direct deposit.
5: Well, you know, cash App. Yeah,
0: you <laughs> cash out oh. time.
5: You know, Zell. You uh-huh. could do it. You know, I don't know how <laughs> Google we Google Pay. <laughs> at the church.
4: Steve has no idea what we're talking about. We no, say cash no App, Zell, Google Pay. You ain't pay. cash App
5: nobody, dog? You ain't never done that? I don't even know what it is,
4: He doesn't know. I know. Well, uh,
6: set it up, Uncle. Let's try it. Yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> we'll show you how it works. Send everybody 10 grand. We'll let you know. We'll let you know if we get it. If you got I'm, it right. How
5: much can you send?
4: Yeah. I've
5: sent up to at least three grand before. Mm-hmm. So I, you, you can send yeah. a yeah. decent amount.
2: No, I can't put my account number on the
6: app. I think you can what? if you open your wallet and get your debit card. <laughs> It'll connect right away. I believe you really can. Right, let's, let's get into this prank, though.
5: All right, hot checks at the church. Let's go, Cat. Hello? Uh, hello, I'm trying to reach a Monica, Sister Monica, please.
9: Who's calling?
5: This is uh, Brother Deshaun. I'm calling, actually, I'm a member of um, Greater Missionary Baptist Church.
9: How can I help you?
5: Calling you, actually, about the offering. Now, did you, You? I know you paid your tithes. Yeah, I pay a, my
9: tithes every Sunday.
5: Okay, now you paid a love offering as well, right? Yes, I do. Okay, now this past Sunday, um, I'm looking at a check that you left us with the bank.
9: Right, right. I sure did. I wrote a check Sunday.
5: Okay, now the check ma'am was $250, am I correct?
9: Right, right. I wrote two checks for my ties and the love offering. Right. I wrote one for 250 for the love offering.
5: Okay, now
9: what is this call regarding? Why are you calling me?
5: Well, what I wanted to tell you is that I hate to be a bear bad news, but your your check that you wrote for 250 actually has bounced. And, you, and, wait
9: a minute. You said my check bounced for
5: $250? It, your check bounced. So what, what I'm doing is calling you about recouping the 250 as well as, you know, you, you cost us $30 uh, uh, in bank fees. Wait, I, wait
9: a minute now. I wrote two checks. I wrote a check for $100. Did that one bounce?
5: I don't see to it that, that that one bounced. All I know is the one that the love offering has bounced.
9: Well, did you put them in at the same time? Because I wrote them at the same time.
5: They all go in on Monday, ma'am. Now, I didn't put them in at the same time. I've been putting them in for the last two, three years. The problem is, why would people write these? What,
9: what is your name?
5: I'm um, Brother Deshaun.
9: And you was there this Sunday?
5: I was there. De- I don't think it matters when I was there, ma'am. The problem is that I didn't put these checks in, and I don't understand why y'all write these checks to the church knowing that they're going to buy. Wait a minute,
9: wait a minute y'all write these checks. There's a lot of people my write
5: these checks. are good. Well, not, I don't what?
9: write bad checks. Well, why do we... one clear, why the other one didn't clear?
5: Maybe you didn't have enough money for both of them to clear. What? The... What did you just say? Maybe you didn't have enough money in the bank for both of them to clear, and I don't understand why
9: people I write got these... I plenty money in the bank, and all my checks clear. I don't write no rubber checks.
5: Well you wrote one on Sunday and that's the problem. How I you gonna try you to give a look
9: confused. Wait a minute, I think you got me confused with somebody else. I don't write no bad checks.
5: You don't wrote this I'm trying this. to be nice to you. I'm trying to be nice to you. When can we expect the two fifty plus the thirty dollars? So we can... what thirty dollars? That's the bank fees, ma'am, for the doggone check bouncing.
9: My check didn't bounce. I I'm gonna d- check my bank and if my check clear, you gonna pay me thirty dollars for calling me, harassing me about a two hundred and fifty dollar check bounce. I don't write no.
5: Why d- would you yet. write check what you you wanna sit up in the church and write these big number checks when you know you ain't got it in the bank? What, what the f- did you say? I said, why would you write these checks when the money ain't in now?
9: Let me tell you one thing. I don't write no bad checks, and you got a lot of nerves calling me, telling me my check bounced. Your check is the one that has bounced, and you I'll tell you what you do. Since my check bounced, you pay them. Since you got all the money, and don't call me with this again.
5: Hello. Don't you hang up on me no more. When are, when are we gonna get this two fifty and this thirty dollars? Who is that? keep
9: calling you. Somebody from the church. tell me I wrote a bad check. I don't write no. You check. did write a
5: bad check.
1: I
9: didn't write no bad. Check. Yes, you hey, wait did. A minute. Why are you calling me? Why the treasure don't call me at church? The treasure is busy. I ain't never know the deacon call nobody about no bad check. Your <laughs> is full of. <laughs> the thank you. You got the money. I I ain't the got. I, who in the hell is that in the background? Who is that? Never mind who it is. We both go to the same church and you going to call me to my I wrote a bad check. You don't you call me no more and if the check bad you pay it okay do pastor know you talking like this do pastor know you calling me can you answer that I, look
5: when are we gonna get this 280 dollars is what we looking for from you i
9: wrote a check for 250 and you the, will uh, not get 280 you, you wrote, put the 30 dollars with it you put
5: 250 in there it bounced 30 dollars cost us on bank fees that's 280
9: when can the church expect their money Never. Not no 280. You will never get 280. You're going to make me and come by your... Ba- and my check then... Ba- what did you say? I'm going to do what?
5: You're going to make me come by your house and get this money.
9: Bring your on. Bring it. Bring your on.
5: What is the address on Look this on check? check? I got it off the
9: check. Well, you... Bring your on. I bet you you'll be limping back.
5: I'm, and I'm watching you. You better not be spending what, no money nowhere. You better not spend nothing till I get this 250 so plus gonna 30. I'm going
9: to whatever I... Want to, okay? No, you and don't, You know yes, what? I am, and you don't call me no more with this Because my check did not bounce. I don't see how one check went through and the other bounced. Let
5: me say this to you: We cannot accept you back into the house of the Lord no more until what did you, say? you are not. Don't you come in there Sunday until I'm we get.
9: I'm coming t- up in there Sunday, and uh, I'm gonna make sure I find your because you the person I want to see. You're gonna, uh, And you know what? I'm going to call the pastor right now and ask him because I don't believe my check bounced. You full of... Well, d- let me say this before you call pastor. I no, got... No, I'm going to call pastor. No, you should have talked with pastor before you call me with this information. I got one more thing I need to so say you, to you. You ain't got nothing to say to me. You done upset me with this... I, d- I'm talking about I bounced a check. You should have went to pastor before you called me with this... D-
5: I told pastor when I
9: got but I got one more thing to say before I leave is you listening what what do you got to say to me what do you have to say now that you're gonna pay the check this is nephew Tommy from the
5: Steve Harvey morning show you just got pranked by your girlfriend <laughs> what you,
9: Wait, what did you say
5: <laughs> baby? This what did is you say? This, <laughs> what did you say? I say this is nephew Tommy, baby, from the Steve Harvey morning show, your girlfriend has
9: pranked you. I'ma beat that <laughs> She just left here flying out the door in a hurry. No, she didn't. I'ma <laughs> that <laughs>
5: Let me ask you one more thing, though, baby. What is the baddest radio show in the land?
9: The Steve Harvey <laughs> Morning Show. <laughs>
5: <laughs> that is. I check at the church. Oh Lord! You know, start much. cash apping and Zelle and do it like that. That's easy, simple. You know, Pastor ain't got time for all these hot checks. He ain't got time for Yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> that's
1: terrible. It's all so right, that's too school.
5: much on Pastor. Pastor mm-hmm. going through a lot now. He got a lot of issues at the church. <laughs> church big business. You gotta, you gotta understand mm-hmm. that. I right, got churches now, got ATMs in it. You know that? Oh, do they? Yeah. And they got a wow. place yeah. where you can swipe at church and, and pay your tithes right there. Uh uh-uh. uh, I didn't know that. Oh, okay. Yes.
0: Wow. I get a monthly statement from my church mm-hmm. on how much we give on our ties.
6: No, Elbert, the pastor, William's gonna wait. Elbert,
4: <laughs> he's gonna do what? He
0: gonna
6: wait. What? What do you mean? That means he gonna wait till all them offering pains, get back up to that front. <laughs> he ain't rushing nothing else in this earth.
5: How many times have you heard? We need
4: 200 more dollars. That's what we
6: need. 200
5: more dollars. The
6: spirit is telling him. Well,
0: <laughs>
4: it's all good. You go to well, church. Yeah, you're supposed yeah. to give. Yeah, that's it. Okay. I got yeah.
5: to go see old boy when I get to Atlanta. I'm going to that church when I get down
4: there. Jamal Ooh, Bryant? Oh,
5: Jamal. Bryant. I want to see
4: him preach. Oh. Yeah.
5: No, he's a good dude, man. He I want to see that boy preach. Yeah. And he's a cap, huh? All yeah. capas oh, are good dudes.
4: Man. All right. You know well, this? thank you, nephew. Or at
2: least thank y'all all anyway.
4: <laughs> Coming up next, it's the strawberry Letters Subject, a father should never have to see this. We'll get into it right after this.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, on dating, on work, on sex, on parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now.
5: Let's go, let's go. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter.
4: Oh, Lord. Subject a father should never have to see that. Dear Mr. Harvey and Miss Strawberry, I am a 22-year-old guy, and my girlfriend is 21. She still lives at home, and she's a virgin, so we've been taking it slow in the sex department. I am falling in love with this girl, and I think she loves me. My birthday was two weeks ago, and she treated me to dinner. As I was dropping her off at home, she told me to pull over before I got to her house so she could give me a surprise for my birthday I pulled over a block away from her house. We started making out in the car, and then she leaned in and gave me a very special birthday present. It was something I had never received before, if you know what I mean. I know exactly what you mean. While this was happening, (laughs) listen to this, though. While this was happening, I wasn't paying attention to what was going on around me, and I certainly didn't notice that her dad had pulled up behind my car. God, Oh, God, hold, yes, up. Yes, yes, oh, hold up. Yes, yes, yes. Hold up, Shelly. Yes, okay, I'll read it again. Oh, Lord, you ain't got to read uh, it no more. Okay. <laughs> uh. yeah. yeah, I don't like this right here. Uh, no, uh-uh. All right, so, like he said, he wasn't paying attention to what was going around, uh, going on around him, and he certainly didn't notice that her dad had pulled up behind the car. And at the worst possible moment... Ah. At the worst possible moment, her dad was right there, looking through my car window. I screamed. (sighs) I need a scream from you right here, Steve. Please.
5: Uh oh, no, not (laughs) you.
4: You can't scream right here. It's too much. I love the way you scream. No, no. (laughs) Come on. I can't do this. (laughs) I screamed. My girlfriend screamed, and her dad yelled for her to get out of the car. He told me. If he ever saw me again, he would put his boot in my white ASS. Excuse, my white ass. Excuse, you excuse me? Yeah. But that's what he said. I'm a white guy, and my girlfriend is black. So do you, God! So do you think he had a problem with the fact that I'm white, or was he just mad about what his daughter was doing to me? I have been dating her for a few months, and race has never been an issue. We have snuck to see each other once. Uh, we have snuck to see each other once since this happened, but I don't okay. want to get okay. hurt because my girl said her dad was very serious about what he said. She won't admit to her dad that it was her idea, and I don't blame her. But I don't want to look like the bad guy here. How can I fix things with her dad, or should I just stay away from her? Please help. Well, you ask, uh, what is he mad about? <gasps> is he mad about the fact that you're white, or was was she, was it? Uh, What she was doing to you. And I say to you all of the above. He's mad at everything. He's mad at the fact that you were white. He's mad at the fact of what she was doing to you. You got to put yourself in her dad's shoes. If you can, uh, you roll up on your daughter and she's pleasuring some some guy. okay, Uh, in her car. I guarantee you, you would feel some kind of way. Uh, To see your daughter in that way, it just produces all kind of shock and hurt and disappointment from a parent that you can't even imagine. So I I can't say that it's just one thing that her pops was upset about. Again, I think he's mad about everything. The fact that you're white, I'm sure had him shook. Uh, And and I'm not going to lie to you about that uh, because I'm sure that played a part. But again... All of this is just something, you know, you don't want to see your child doing this. Just like children say they don't ever want to see their parents getting busy. Well, their parents certainly don't want to see it from their well, kids. Well, quit
5: busting up in the doting. Excuse me, I'm sorry.
4: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> got a little personal for you, didn't it, nephew? <laughs> I do suggest, I do suggest, though, young man, that you stay away, especially until things calm down. And I don't know that they ever will because of the, the lie that the daughter told the father that it was not her fault. So, um, you know, her, her dad is just really angry and, and upset right now. And you're the last person he wants to see. So there's nothing you can do. Now, you know, there's a saying that says time heals all wounds. Maybe sometime in the future you can call if you really love her because you said you love her. So, you know, maybe you can call and talk to the father at some point. But right now, my suggestion, my advice to you is to stay away from that situation because you will get hurt. Steve? Oh, boy. <laughs> this is a tough one
1: boy, right here. Boy, 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 yeah. Yeah.
5: boy, boy. <laughs> <laughs> we got uh, daughters. <laughs>
4: yeah, you have daughters. Man. Uh, crazy.
2: I understand everybody in this letter. Right. I understand the boy. I understand the father. We have a situation here the girl gave you a birthday surprise a block away from her house now y'all making out in the car and she leaned in and gave you a very special birthday present and it was something i had never received before if you know what i mean yes I do. i'm going back in my mind right now boy i know exactly what you mean while this was happening i wasn't paying much attention to what's going around you can't You you can't, your focus is shut. Your eyes are open. Your focus is shut. Your eyes are open, but they shut. Yeah. Because your pupils are (laughs) facing the back of your head. You're actually looking at your brain with your eyes, and you ain't never seen that before either. So you don't even realize it, but your eyes is wide open. But you can't see nothing but your damn brain.
4: I knew you were going to scream. Something is happening. All right, listen, we'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 after the hour. Subject of today's strawberry letter: A father should never have to
3: see uh. that. Right after this, you're listening, listening to the Steve listening, Harvey listening. Morning Show.
4: All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. Subject: A father should never have to see that. Whoo!
2: This boy been dating this girl. He 22, she 21. She a virgin. They have been taking it slow for sex, respectful. But he say he fallen in love with this girl, and thinks she fallen in love with you. Your birthday was two weeks ago. She treated me to dinner. I was dropping off at home, and she told me to pull over before I got to the house, so she could give me a surprise for my birthday. I pulled over about a block away from the crib. We in a car. We started making out, and this way all hell broke loose. She started uh, leaned in and gave me a very special birthday present.
4: You keep reading
5: that over and over again. Very, very, very special. <laughs> it's the first time, sure.
2: <laughs> yeah. You know. It was something that uh, I had never received before. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you know what I mean, I know exactly, exactly what you mean. Cause when it first happened, you don't know what to call it. So you was in here and like you're being ravaged. Mm. It's like uh, all your senses have been taken away. You have drifted off into an abyss. The world doesn't stop turning for you. The car engine ain't on no more. Mm. You ain't in the car, you in heaven. As the process continues, your eyes, you say in the letter, when this was happening, I wasn't paying attention to what was going on around me.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, uh,
2: boy, boy, I, I, we know exactly what yes. you
5: do. Yes. We do. Yes, we yes.
2: do. You can't pay attention. You can't pay too much of nothing right now. Mm. You don't know where your hands are. You don't know why your teeth is gritting the way they are. You can't understand why your eyes is open, but you can't see, <laughs> cause your pupils are pointed the other way. You're looking at your brain, and you've never seen it before. Oh Lord! Uh, uh, uh you you're saying things that you're speaking. Yeah, yeah. In a language similar to what church folk do back. <laughs> Careful! You
1: at the line. You at the line.
2: All of this is going on, and then while you wasn't paying attention, you notice that her dad. You didn't notice that her dad had pulled up behind your car. At the worst possible moment, her dad was right there looking through my mitt. What is the worst possible moment? Mm. Well, let me remind you, for those that have forgotten, the worst possible moment is to try to clamp the water holes <laughs> oh,
4: <Lord.
5: laughs> yeah.
2: while you washing the car.
5: <laughs> For the first time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: See, you, when you washing the car and you ain't got no nozzle on it and you need to stop that stream of water from going on your car, you got to clamp it shut. Now you could run the risk of putting a hole in that hole. Mm. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's what I'm saying about washing cars. Yeah. So you are now at the wash the car moment. Yeah, stay on the car. And her damn daddy <laughs> is looking dead in the window. I would imagine at this point, your head was facing the ceiling. <laughs> your throat was nothing but an Adam's apple. But the words that's coming, I am my ah. <laughs> <You're> ah. <laughs> ah. These uh-huh. incoherent noises. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Your dad, Her daddy wants to bust that damn car window. Mm-hmm. And then her dad was right there looking through my car window. Woo. You notice it because it's something about having a big black man looking at you. <laughs> Why are you at the worst possible moment? Uh-huh. And all of a sudden you scream, the girl scream and her dad yelled her to get out of the car. Told me if he ever saw me again, he going to put his boot in my white ass. Now excuse me, that's what he said, because I'm a white guy, my girlfriend is black. Do you think he had a problem with the fact that I'm white? Yes, he had a problem with the fact you're white, yeah. Right then and there, If you didn't know it before, you know it now. Ever can see you again, I'ma put my foot in your white ass. Because yes, he's got a problem with you being white right now. He didn't have to bring it up before, but now that you are down here with his daughter, he done bought it up. I've been dating her for a few months now. Race has never been an issue. Well, it's one now, damn it.
1: <sighs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you can email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM, and I'm sure you'll have a lot to say. Or you can check out the Strawberry Letter podcast Lisey on demand. Least he
2: wasn't police officer.
4: Off oh Lord! Coming thank up. Thank God for that. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Coming up at 46 after the hour, Steve. Yesterday was declared We the North Day in Toronto as Canadians celebrated their first NBA franchise championship. We'll get into it right after this. I don't know, Houston.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: The Toronto Raptors celebrated their first ever NBA championship on Monday. I know, Steve, I know. Uh, With an epic victory parade in Toronto, the mayor also declared yesterday as the We the North Day Day. Okay, that's what he said. Superfan Drake wrote on the player's float, I love that, with the championship trophy. There were four people injured, though, during a shooting near the victory parade, roof. This was pretty sad. Uh, however, the arrests were made, and the celebration did continue. Kawhi Leonard told the um, loyal Raptors fans, uh, thank you, and they chanted five more years to keep Kawhi. So they want to keep him. Yeah. I know well, what did he
5: say after that, though?
1: He, there ain't no statement out of that Yeah. See? He said,
5: "Hold on, LeBron calling. Hold on,
1: let me catch the <laughs>
4: What do you think, Steve? I know, I know. Well,
2: I mean, it's sad about the shooting. Yeah, very much so. It's amazing yeah, least... that people can't go somewhere and have a nice time anymore without some butthole somewhere with a damn gun. Just um, ruining things. But congratulations to them. But you know, you you won't be repeating so. Kawhi can stay or go. You will not be repeating.
5: Damn, dog, how you know
2: that? Well I already uh, how how I know that? Who they gonna play next time?
8: Oh no. But you you don't know.
2: Oh, Oh, I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you right now, LeBron and AD going to be in the finals. I'm telling you that (laughs) right now. We ain't got to be on nothing else. We just need somebody to take it out.
5: Let's go to escalate. We just need somebody to take the ball out. Do the (laughs) Rockets have a shot? Do we have a shot? No, hell no,
2: hell no. Y'all blew y'all shot right there. Y'all had y'all
5: shot. And they they fighting amongst each other right now, too. Yeah, y'all had y'all shot.
2: And 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 y'all live and die by the three-pointer. Oh,
6: no, we die by it. We do not lie
5: about that. Yeah.
6: If it's, it's a game six, it. we finna
2: die. <laughs> now, James Harden, oh, he the truth now. Chris Paul, Chris Paul is the truth.
5: Mm. Mm. And then after wow. that, right after that.
2: No, I mean, you got some boys on your team that's good, but, but y'all's whole game is shooting threes. That's, now, it. I, I don't, I, that's I, all I, it is. That can't
6: win it. Oh, we the bomb between October and April. <laughs> oh.
1: That's,
4: that, no, that's oh, a true statement <laughs> But as soon as you put playoff in front We coming home Alright listen oh, yeah. Coming up at the top of the hour Dream job If you could get paid to travel the U.S. to taste one type of food What would it be? Mm. Right after this
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show
4: all right, check this out, guys. Dream job. Listen, if you could get paid to travel the U.S. to taste one type of food, what would it be? All right, the makers of Reynolds Wrap announced they are seeking someone willing to spend two weeks getting paid to travel the country eating. Uh-oh, Steve, this might be you eating barbecue.
2: That's me, <laughs> boy.
4: I'll be so swole. <laughs> we go ankle.
2: <laughs> yeah, man, I'm, I'm actually detoxing. I started detoxing yesterday.
4: Uh But think yeah. about it, though. The company said the chief grilling officer will receive $10,000 plus prepaid travel and lodging costs to travel the country for two weeks in August while tasting and savoring barbecue ribs from some of the top barbecue rib cities in the country. So uh, that begs Ooh. the question. That, yeah, that's a job right there if you're into barbecue like that, man. For two weeks, $10,000. I mean, what's not to love about that? I'm going
2: to send somebody around the country.
4: hmm Come on. Tasting so, food. Yeah. That's that's a
0: great job. That's an
4: excellent job. For two weeks, yeah. So, Steve, is there a, a food that you never get tired of eating, let's say, uh, for a year, every day? And, and you, okay, let's let's throw this in there. Mm. You wouldn't gain Pizza. weight.
5: Oh, and you?
4: I'll just huh? throw yeah. that in there. That's oh, a bonus. Man, just
5: throwing oh. something in there. That's impossible, sure. Oh, That's a bonus.
1: You can't gain
4: weight? Yeah, one thing that you You can't eat. gain
2: weight and you can't get sick.
4: Okay. That's right, true. okay?
5: Yeah. Ice cream all damn yes. day long.
4: Yes, that would be mine, ice cream. Woo!
5: Oh, all no, day. I envy that guy. Diners Sugar's, and dives. Sugar's. They go
0: around eating all them hamburgers. This guy, what, what's Ooh. his name? Yeah. yeah.
5: Uh, no, name? no, you talking about man versus food? No, no. No, diners. Di- Di oh, diners. Oh, Dry yeah. oh, Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. With yeah. the blonde hair. Yeah. With the blonde, yeah, with spiky the hair, yeah. Oh, he'd be eating some hamburgers off the train,
4: yeah. man. I love burgers, pizza, and ice cream.
0: <laughs> so I that's would be your food. I like this barbecue though. So let's see where you would have to go though, Steve. Kansas City. Memphis. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. you huh? gotta go to Georgia. You gotta go to Georgia, Texas. You gotta go to
2: Tennessee. You gotta go to Memphis. You gotta go to Texas.
4: Chicago. Mm-hmm. No, Chicago ain't got no barbecue. Where Chicago have barbecue? They did when I grew up there. They did. Where? I mean, well,
2: well, now, Lee, now let me tell you something. When I was Chicago, do have barbecue in it? They got some good barbecue. Yeah, Cousin boys is from down south.
6: Mm-hmm. Right. That's like Cleveland well, got some good barbecue
1: too. The some Carolina. Chicago. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
6: If everybody at a barbecue place know the cook name, that's a good place. Like Ray, like what's happening, Ray?
2: Alabama, mm-hmm. Alabama, gonna give everybody a little bit of run. They got some joints up in there.
6: That's yeah. true.
0: Well, we just,
1: you think Kansas City. Man, everybody one? just
6: started getting. <laughs> man, we did not just start we started just all. tripping. We drifted off thinking
0: about Bob. <laughs> yes, we did, didn't we? I started thinking about the commissary and Memphis.
5: How many of y'all just saw reels all man. of a sudden? I mean, what?
0: <laughs> with some white bread on my plate. Oh mommy. what? Oh man, I'm thinking about Memphis. What's that was <laughs> it,
6: the commissary. Mm. <gasps> oh man! And don't
3: forget about Big Daddy. Oh, the commissary in Memphis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Big Daddy in Chicago. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Gates.
5: Oh Lord. Yeah. Gates Presidential Gates. Platter. Man.
0: Kansas City. Oh, remember we used to go to Kansas City and get that.
5: Every time we oh, go there. Yep. Ah, ah,
0: Missouri. Missouri. Huh. They can barbecue too. St. Louis, to. Louis got good
5: barbecue.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They yeah, ain't messing around. Okay. Yeah. 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 St. Louis is the truth. St. Louis so is the serious, truth,
0: Steve? yeah, because it got serious. Yeah, <laughs> it, it
2: it 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 has done got serious.
0: Yes, about this barbecue,
6: about this queuing. Yes, oh, man, unc, man, why
0: don't you queue well, today, unks? we just talking about it, boy, because you can queue too now.
2: Yeah, I know, I know. Hey Doug. dog, hey <laughs> dog, you can ask about me.
0: I think Steve uh, and Tommy should have a barbecue cook off. I think y'all should too.
2: Because Tommy real too. Yeah, oh. I know, I know, but don't oh. do that. Why? Do that. Because he ain't going <laughs> to like the results.
6: <laughs> he going to lose like
1: the rain.
2: Yeah, he like, don't, like I'm going to lose. <laughs> don't do it. I'm just going to. Tommy. Uh,
6: Tommy, he did. Tommy, he did Tommy, act
5: Tommy, like that. He did. Tommy, I can cook man. with you, dog. Trust me, man. I promise hey,
2: to- you, man. hey, dog, dog. Not on that grill. Hey, man. Just go on. Have you little. Hey, All man, right. Hey, man. Just stay where you're at.
4: Listen, coming up, more fun. Yes, more music.
2: <laughs> don't come over here.
4: <laughs> on the Steve Harvey Morning Show at <laughs> 20 minutes Challenge. after the hour.
3: Come on. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: A quick note to President Trump's staffers. Do not cough, please, while the boss is doing an interview. Do not do that, okay? He really hates it. Uh, During Trump's Oval Office interview with uh, George Stephanopoulos from ABC last week, he kicked um, (laughs) the president kicked chief of staff, Mike Mulvaney, out of the room because he coughed. Trump was responding to a question about his financial statements and whether he would ever release them to the Senate when a cough was heard off camera. Trump stopped the interview, pointed at Mulroney and said, let's do that over. He's coughing in the middle of my answer. I don't like that. If you're going to cough, please leave the room. He
2: wasn't coughing. He was choking.
4: (laughs) But right. He was choking because of all those lies the president was telling but oh, I, really, I really I really thought that's hint? what it was. You know, like you go, <clears throat> you know, yeah. you're, telling, you're yeah, talking yeah. too much. Yeah, he's trying to give, him a, yeah, to give him a sign. That's what I thought it was. Yeah, was a signal, yeah. Yeah, like, hey, shut up. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, Mr. Trump, of course, is a television guy, so he knew that the shot was ruined when someone coughed, and he is also known as a germaphobe, Tommy, so coughing... Must drive him a little bit bananas.
5: Don't tell me. Don't sit here and tell me me and Trump got something in common. I don't want to hear that
4: right now. <laughs> Y'all do.
5: I don't want to hear that. <laughs> huh.
4: Yeah, that's really what I thought it was. Yeah. He was like, uh, 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 slow down. Stop. You're talking yeah, too much. Talk to yeah. 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 Anyway, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and uh, trending news coming up at 33 after the hour. <laughs> hey. 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 You. Stop.
3: Stop. Stop.
4: (laughs) Right after this.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: The original socialite Gloria Vanderbilt has died. She was 95 years old. Her son, uh, CNN's Anderson Cooper, confirmed the news yesterday morning. Uh, Anderson released a statement saying Gloria Vanderbilt was an extraordinary woman who loved life and lived it on her own terms. She was a painter, a writer and designer but also a remarkable mother, wife, and friend. She was 95 years old, but ask anyone close to her, and they tell you she was the youngest person they knew, the coolest Hmm. and most modern. Uh, Miss Vanderbilt became well-known in the 70s for marketing lines of cosmetics and fashion. Uh, She was a fashion designer of those Gloria Vanderbilt blue jeans. She was one of the first people who started designer jeans. Yeah. Uh, She had been married four times, divorced three times, and widowed once. Uh, Miss Vanderbilt leaves behind, I should say, four adult sons, including Anderson Cooper. And our condolences going out to Anderson Cooper and his family. Uh, In other entertainment news, Blue Ivy Carter is on her way to becoming a star. At least that's the way it seems based on her performance at a big dance recital. Beyonce and uh, Jay-Z's seven-year-old daughter, while she's seven now, uh, she took center stage at the Debbie Allen Dance Academy in L.A., and uh, she did her thing. She slayed it. She had on uh, black tennis shoes and uh, sparkly jean shorts. She danced to her mom's song, you know the Frankie Beverly remake that's so hot right now. Uh, before I let I go, I love that. Mm-hmm. I do too. That's my yeah. jam. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: I-, I heard it in the car. I was uh, Lexus gave me this car. They sponsored my golf tournament, uh-huh. so they gave me and my wife cars. And uh, I was just test driving it around the parking lot, mm-hmm. and it came on the radio. And boy, I let them have it. I'm gonna release that video so y'all can see it.
4: Okay, okay cool. that was <laughs> yeah, hot. Gym. I love mm-hmm. that jam.
0: Yeah, uh-huh. it's fire. I love it a lot too. Well, yeah, down Blue Ivy, she get it from my mama. <laughs> <laughs> a- yeah,
4: I wonder uh, what the two what the twins are gonna do. I mean, they're too young right now, but you know, <laughs> kids grow up fast. They do. Oh, they coming. Who who would know that Blue Ivy is already seven? You know. Wow. Right. Time yeah. Goes time by goes fast. fast. It really does.
2: Man, my youngest Probably. kid will be 22
4: next month. Wow. Oh, wow.
2: My youngest child would be 22 next. Month. Yeah, Sheridan's 22. It's so cool hanging out with them now, man. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I be they're... chopping it up
5: with my kids, man. <laughs>
4: That's a good thing, right? Yeah. I'm scared though. Mhm.
5: My little girl talking about boys. Oh,
4: that's scary. The yeah. <laughs> it's about that
5: time. How old we is she? Went to a teen summit. She's fourteen. Went I to a teen oh, summit yeah. this past mm-hmm. weekend. Uh, about oh my about god, Daddy, the boys were so cute. Wait, hey. hey, hey. <laughs> oh no, daddy you can't take yet. that daddy ain't there
1: yet. <laughs> <Right. What laughs>
2: you talking about Sydney?
5: Yes. Yeah.
0: Wow man. Yeah.
4: All right, coming up, our last break of the day and some closing remarks from the wonderful, the wise, the one and only Steve Harvey, right after this at 49 After.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: All right, here we are, Steve, last break of the day on this Tuesday, and uh, you're going to leave us with some closing remarks. It was a pretty good day today, wouldn't you say?
2: Yeah, pretty good day. Mm -hmm. I got something for you, though.
4: All right, let's go.
2: In the vein of encouraging people, I, I wanna inspire people to go for it. Okay, Steve, what you talking about? Whatever it is, whatever it is that you've been hesitating about, whatever it is that you've been uh, procrastinating about, whatever it is that you've been waiting on the right time, whatever it is that you've kinda been fearful of, um, I want you to go for it. And I'm going to tell you why, man. Because this thing we have called life, in the total scheme of the evolution of the world and all that it is, we all have such a very short time here. And oftentimes it seems like some of the good ones times absolutely gets cut just way too short. But I want to encourage you, To go for it. Now, is it going to take a deep breath to go for it? Yes, it will. Is it going to take a bold spirit to go for it? Yes, it will. Is it going to take some risk to go for it? Probably. Is it going to require a tough decision to make? I'm sure it is. But I'm telling you that it will be well worth the decision to go for it. I was uh, at the mentoring camp this weekend and I was showing the young kids my vision board. And uh, some adults were there. And the kids were just glued to what I was telling them about accomplishing your dreams. But some adults who had been whipped by life a little bit, I would imagine, as I had and and everything, they they couldn't quite see what I was saying. So a guy came up to me afterwards and he said, you know, Mr. Harvey, not, not to discourage you in any way, but that's a really, really lofty financial goal you have of making. Do you really think you need that much money? I said, no, no, I don't. He said, well, why would you run the risk of disappointing yourself by aiming at something that you might not get to? because that number you got with a three on it, I mean, he said, hey man, what happens if you only get one of those? I said, if I got one of those instead of three of those, do you think I could still live a really, really wonderful life? He said, Mr. Oliver, I think you're living a wonderful life now. I said, I am, sir. He said, but why would you wanna run the risk of falling short? Of that goal and a three and you only end up with one. What does that say about you? I s- it, it will say the same thing that my life says about me right now. It says that I'm successful. He said, but you failed at your goal. I said, no. <laughs> no. I did my absolute best. I landed where I landed. I said, see, brother, the problem you, you're looking at, the problem isn't Aiming too high and miss it. See, if I don't get three billion and I end up with just one billion, I said, My man, I can promise you I won't be sitting somewhere disappointed and shame of myself. I said, Your problem is not aiming too high and missing. Your problem is if you aim too low and you hit it. I said, See, what happens to a lot of people is. They go okay, and they make their goal somewhere where they know they can reach it. Let's say, and I'm not knocking anybody. Let's just say your goal is twenty five thousand. I'm not knocking this figure. I'm just using this number, y'all. So don't anybody please don't take it personally. And you shoot for twenty five thousand, and the other person says, "Well, mine is a dollars and you both strike out to make the goal. The person whose goal was 25,000. I mean, that was a 100,000. He misses it. He ends up with 85,000. The person whose goal was 25,000, he hits it and he gets 25,000. You see the situation we have now. Now, the one who did the 85 goals, wow. Man, if I could have tried a little bit harder, if I'd have done this, I could have corrected this, I could have done this, I probably would have made it. had I done that, I probably would have got that. The person with the 25,000 is in celebration mode. Oh man, look what I did, I did it, I'm cool, I got it. And there's nothing wrong with that, you should celebrate your victories. But if that's all you ever want is that 25, do you know what shortly you're gonna be out of that 25? And you have to get back again. But this person who missed 100 and ended at 85, to me, just seems to be a little bit further up the road. So he may make his goal next time, 250. Let's suppose he missed that and don't get but 200. But if you just keep setting low goals and you keep hitting them and all you want is low goals so you don't ever have to feel disappointed, you don't have to have to, have to admit defeat, You don't ever have to feel fearful because everything you go into doesn't require a deep breath, a leap of faith, a jump. I got news for you. You're going to live a real regular life. And if that's what you want, it ain't nothing wrong with it at all. But if you like so many of people that I know, if you want more, you're going to have to do more. You're going to have to give more. And you're going to certainly have to be more. Go for it. Don't give up. Go for it. Y'all have a great weekend. That's fine. You don't know when the
5: weekend is, but great words.